Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. This is episode number 59 of the podcast for January 26, 2009. Our guest today is Bob Miller, the executive director of the Shingo Prize for Operational Excellence, which is housed out of Utah State University. Bob is going to be talking about some recent changes to the prize, uh, how it's administered and its criteria, and he's also going to talk about some future directions for the Shingo Prize. You can visit www.leanpodcast.org if you want to leave comments or listen to previous podcast episodes. As always, thanks for listening. Well, again, our guest today on the podcast is Bob Miller, the executive director of the Shingo Prize. Bob, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be part of your podcast today. So I was wondering if you could start by you know, introducing yourself and uh, maybe telling our listeners a little bit about your, your background prior to uh, coming on to your role here with the Shingo Prize. Thank you. Uh, I've been with the Shingo Prize for about two and a half years now and the executive director for about one and a half of those years. Before I joined the Shingo Prize, I had the privilege of working some, for some really great companies. Um, I started working with John Deere back in the 70s when we first started applying computers to manufacturing and engineering kinds of applications. Then I spent some time in Chicago and then across the lake with Herman Miller. I was the um, Vice President of Manufacturing Engineering and Quality at Herman Miller during the time when we were just starting to implement total quality management, and just-in-time ideas. And then I spent 14 years in Denver, Colorado. Um, nine of those years was with the Gates Rubber Company, and I was the uh, chief quality officer for them, and then um, uh, the chief information um, strategy officer, information technology strategy officer, and then um, um, was fortunate enough to be a partner in a consulting company in Boulder, Colorado for six years before I moved over here. So it sounds like you've got a real good background in, in terms of understanding what makes manufacturing companies tick and how lean and other process improvement methodologies are implemented. Yeah, like many of your uh, listeners here, um, I was involved in this before it was called lean mm-hmm. uh, and watched each of us kind of struggle through what are the most important ideas out of these various movements that we all experienced? What was the part that we wanted to keep, and what was the part that we wanted to discard? And and um, I'm pleased to see the best of those ideas of JIT and TQM and quality circles and statistical process control to see them kind of come forward and get folded into the ideas that we now call lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... So talking about the, the Shingo Prize, I was wondering if you could describe a little bit about the process for how companies apply for the prize or how companies are evaluated. And in, in that context, what, what do you think of the biggest benefit? What would the biggest benefit be to a company that is going through the Shingo Prize process? Okay, yeah, thanks. It's a good question. The Shingo Prize has existed for, um, 20, we're actually in our 21st year. And for 19 years of that, the methodology really remained mostly static. So it was an assessment methodology with the idea behind, behind it that if you could identify the best companies 
and then shine a light on them so other people can learn from them. We can promote improvement and excellence in manufacturing throughout the United States. Um, we've um, expanded that strategy in the last year or two, the last couple of years. And we've said um, what, we, what we really did is we looked back and we said, where are the companies that were early shingle prize recipients? How many of them have been able to sustain what they started when we acknowledged them with a shingle prize? How many of them are better off? How many of them are you know, not as uh, far along as they, as they were at that time? How many have lost ground? So we did, that, we did that sort of deep soul searching of ourselves and other companies and, and came up with some really important um, understandings that are now part of the shingle price model. We felt like we needed to create something more than just for assessment, but something that organizations could use to guide their transformation. We also studied more deeply Dr. Shingo's work, and we looked back at uh, what he really taught as some of his core precepts. And we came to, we, we saw the correlation between Dr. Shingo's teaching with Toyota, at Toyota and other companies, and what we observed in early shingle prize recipients, and that is that um, transformation of companies around the ideas of lean occurs at three levels. The first level is sort of at a tools level, and we all understand what the tools of lean are. The second level of transformation really has to do with systems, building the right systems or management processes or management systems to kind of guide the application of the tools and provide consistency and um, repeatability over time. And the third dimension or the third level of transformation that very few companies have really gotten to is the principles level. In other words, they've really, they've really deeply culturally come to understand the ideas behind Lean and embedded those ideas into the consciousness of the company or the culture of the company. So what we learned, what we learned from ourselves as we looked back at the companies that we were recognizing is that our emphasis was largely around companies that were implementing lean tools and doing it well. And the consequence of that is that many of those early companies have not been able to sustain their efforts over the long term. They were programmatic and personality-oriented, et cetera. So the model and the criteria now to receive recognition from the Shingo Prize is based on three levels of recognition. The first level is what we call a Shingo Bronze Medallion, and that recognizes companies that are organizations that have have uh, demonstrated a lot of depth in the application and the wisdom of applying lean tools. The shingle silver medallion is given to organizations who have demonstrated not only tool skills but also good management systems. And the third level, which is the actual shingle prize, is reserved for organizations that have deeply understood the, the philosophical, the principles behind the tools and built and deeply embedded them into their cultures. So it's bigger than a person or bigger than a program or bigger than a you know, corporate initiative. It's the way they think. It's the thinking system of the organization. So that's the idea behind it. it the, we, 
we believe that we have substantially raised the bar for what it takes to receive a shingle price now than what it was just a couple of years ago. So there are the amount of effort required and the time that a company needs to be working at it to get to the level of the shingle price is greater. But we feel like we're doing a better job of recognizing organizations that have really done something that's sustainable over the long term. Yeah, and that does sound like a really nice evolution because that's a topic on the forefront of a lot of people's minds. How, how do we sustain lean? How do we embed it into the culture? So it's good that the prize and the model drive to that. And you know, I'd invite our listeners, um, I've got the benefit, I'm, I'm looking at the Shingo Prize webpage right now with this nice illustration um, of the Shingo Prize model. Um, looks somewhat like a, a Toyota house type diagram. Uh, I'd, I'd invite people to go um, take a look at that and I'll, you know, I'll link to that on the uh, the blog page for for this episode of the podcast. Um, so, Bob, with, with with that evolution and and, and looking more, uh, you know, for for system driven and, and principle driven lean, uh, what what is the application process or how has that evolved? Because you know, it seems like it might be easier to detect or met, you know or score how people are doing on tools because you can see a lot of that firsthand. How, how do you go through? either in, in the application or site visits to, to really detect if, if the systems and principles are, are there and in place? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, and it's probably the most difficult part of our work because we feel a great obligation, a sense of responsibility to provide good quality feedback to organizations. In fact, when I worked at uh, this um, furniture company in Michigan, our CEO used to say that the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. And so one of the most valuable contributions that the Shingle Prize methodology can provide organizations is it provides a great way for organizations to be able to tell the truth to themselves about where they really are. But it requires that you be able to ask deep questions and really know what you're looking at. So we have uh, a pool of about 250 examiners in the Shingle Prize that we work diligently to um, to train and certify and keep um, qualified as the model evolves. Um, so we teach them how to how to ask questions and how to observe. All of them are senior, experienced practitioners in lean in lots of different industries from lots of different levels. So an application. Uh, you would you would go to the Shingle Prize website, shingleprize.org, and um, there's a link in there that takes you into the application process. So the first step is to create an intent to apply, and that opens a dialogue between our office and the company. And after several phone conversations and discussions and maybe some documents back and forth, we agree with the company that they're, that it is appropriate, that they're at a stage where an application would be helpful to them, and the feedback would be useful in their in their improvement journey. So, so once that's done, then they begin the preparation of what we call an achievement report. An achievement report is a 40, 50, 60 page document that really describes the current state of where the organization is right now, where they have been. It includes their metrics. We provide 
categories of metrics that we want to be able to see a minimum of three years of data on. They present their, submit their achievement report. We review it, essentially score it, and determine whether or not a site visit is, is warranted. If the site visit is warranted, then we'll assign a team of examiners anywhere from three to five examiners, depending on the size of the organization. Um, and they'll go spend two complete days in the facility at the Gemba asking the questions, digging deep, you know, trying to understand the way things are, trying to understand whether people know more than just how to use the tools, but why they use the tools, searching for, you know, the depth of understanding of what they're doing, and uh, trying to determine, you know, what is really the culture of the organization. And when you're experienced, most, most people will recognize that you, know, you, can, you can go into an organization and you can tell. I mean, you can tell in, in a period of, uh, you know, even an hour almost what the culture really is. You can tell the way the introdu introductions are made in the conference room in the first hour of the meeting, where the leadership team is and what their attitudes are and how they're structured and what their philosophies are and you know, what's really driving their thinking. So it, two days with, with senior examiners is, um, is an adequate time, we've learned, to get a pretty darn good sense for where companies are and then be able to provide feedback to them. These are things that you're doing really well, and these are the areas where if you pay attention, it'll move you to the next level. Sure. And so I imagine... Um... I guess part of the selling point for going through the application process is not just win, you know, a binary function, win the prize, don't win the prize, that anybody who goes through the process is going to get some feedback and um, maybe more importantly have a framework to kind of, uh, take, take a look uh, both, both in, in terms of what's working well, what are opportunities for improvement, to get some feedback from, I, I assume, you know, uh, from, from experienced people who are coming there as the examiners, right? Yeah, for sure. That's, that's, our, that's really our primary objective. That's what our mission is, to help promote um, operational excellence into organizations of all kinds through understanding of these principal tools and systems of lean. And, um, and so the feedback is the most valuable component. We, we actually, when we talk about the shingle price, we try hard not to talk about it in the context of a trophy. We really describe the shingle prize is the results that are able to be created for the organization by the application of these principles, systems, and tools. So the prize, the shingle prize, are the improvements and the results that you get. And incidentally, there's some recognition that goes along with it so that you can help your peers and others um, to learn from you. Mm -hmm. But the value is the feedback and the results that you're getting by using the approach. Sure. And maybe one other question here. Um, you've touched a little bit on the evolution of the prize in terms of shifting from tools to systems and management. Uh, it seems like the prize is also evolving in, in uh, the, the name shifting from uh, the, the Shingo Prize for Manufacturing Excellence now uh, the Shingo Prize for Operational Excellence. And so I wonder if you could talk about that evolution and if there's plans for categories outside of traditional um, factory operations, maybe, uh, you know, including healthcare. Yeah. 
we when you when you really think about value from the customer's point of view, value to customers is driven by not just the plant floor where we've been focusing for 20 years, but it's really value is created when the enterprise works well as a system. And so one of the evolutions of the shingle prize is we would expect organizations who challenge at the plant level the first time when their when their shingle price expires five years later, we expect them to challenge at a broader level. We expect them to challenge at the enterprise level, um, so they would include all of the support functions and all of the key processes of the business that are necessary to contribute to customer value. So that's one evolution. We also recognize that when you talk about lean principles, they are universal. You might have a slightly different interpretation of the tools at a tools level and maybe different systems even at a systems level for different industries, but the principles are universal. And so we have, um, we have taken off the, the shackle, if you will, of manufacturing and we said it's the single price for operational excellence and any organization in any industry may challenge for the single price. We may have to scramble to find practitioners who've had experience in that industry, but healthcare is the first one that we're really targeting as an industry where we think we can add a lot of value. So we, we're doing a lot of work now with healthcare organizations, um, and we hope that um, this coming year we'll have our first applications from healthcare companies for Shingle Prize at some level of recognition. Yeah. And yeah, and the only other thing, Mark, I'd say, and for your listeners, is that uh, many companies that we've been associated with in the 20 years that we've been around are multinational companies. And so we've also said, you know, if we want them to use the single model as a transformation model for the company, we have to allow them to use the process, the whole shingle process, anywhere in the world. So we've also begun um, the creation of partnerships with uh, not-for-profit organizations in other parts of the world um, so the shingle applications can come from. And we've, uh, we now have in place uh, a strong relationship in the UK and Ireland. Um, this coming year we'll be finalizing arrangements in um, Australia and India and are beginning to do due diligence with a couple of really, really sharp companies, organizations, and universities in China. Mm, okay. Well, that's interesting, and, and uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on in healthcare, and there are some organizations, some hospitals who have those three years of results at this point. So that'll be really interesting to see how that evolves. And, and yeah, we're very excited about it. It really is. It's hard work, you know, because the impact of that kind of work um, is more than just products. It's about people and lives, and uh, you know, the ability to contribute to this goal of saving saving lives through an improved health care system, you know, not to mention costs, mm -hmm. is something that creates a lot of energy in a lot of people. Yeah, that's certainly true. Well, um, well, thank you for sharing, uh, you know, some of the latest of what's going on uh, with the Shingo Prize. If people listening are, are interested in uh, learning more about the Shingo Prize and, and getting involved in that process or contacting you, can you uh, remind listeners how they might be able to do that? Yeah, thank you. We actually are just um, have just launched a new website, 
and uh, it reflects all of our new thinking, all the new strategies and the things that we've put in place in the past year. So I would invite all of you to go to www.shingleprize.org and uh, you'll be able to move around inside there and you'll be able to get a pretty clear picture of what we're doing, the things that are happening, the companies that are being recognized, and um, upcoming education, educational opportunities and conferences, etc. So we encourage all of you to come and uh, become part of the Shingle Prize family. We, we hope that our website will be a place where people will want to come, where they can meet other people who are doing similar work, they can learn from each other and uh, help to create this um, strong community of practice around the principles of operational excellence. Well, that sounds, that sounds really good. So I look forward to seeing how that uh, evolves over time, too. So again, Bob Miller, Executive Director of the Shingo Prize. Uh, thanks so much for taking time out and talking with us today. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, email mark at leanpodcast at gmail.com.